Hello everyone and welcome back to the end of the year episode for the Being Borderless podcast and with you and me, <laughs> your host Musa Bajwa. My heart is full of uh, of love, of gratitude, of contentment, of joy. I never thought that I would be sitting here in front of uh, so many people, some of them, some of whom I know and some of you that I don't know at all, listening to my voice, uh, listening to all of these previous episodes in the weeks that have gone by and sharing your feedback with me, uh, giving me the opportunity to share my thoughts on uh, everything that goes on within me, how I see the world, and I think it's a it's a very humbling experience. It's a very gratifying experience, and it's also an experience that has shown me that anything is possible if only we take the chance on ourselves and believe in ourselves, uh, the right people and the right doors open up to join us on our journey forward. I've been thinking of doing this episode to, if I'm being honest, since the past week. I've never been one that used to do a year review. Uh, I used to do a kind of a, I, I journal a bit about it, but I was never one who would sit down and list list down things that have happened, how I have changed over the year and just, you know, have a have a retrospective of how things went. I think just initially just thinking of doing a retrospective seems like uh, such a big task. Uh, the enormous enormity <laughs> of it kind of put me off. Uh, and I kept on delaying it. And knowing myself, uh, whenever I'm delaying something which I know I should do, there's some kind of fear behind it. Uh, there's some kind of uh, anxiousness behind it. Because uh, I believe one aspect of that is that I don't want to see what would come up. But this has also been the year where I have constantly challenged myself, my beliefs, my limitations to become a better version of myself, uh, to become someone who I've yearned to be, someone who's at peace with their inner child, who's connected to their future self, but most importantly, who's learning day by day, minute by minute, to live in the present moment and to enjoy that moment as best as he could. This has been also a year of a lot of uh, ups and downs, a lot of rocky roads. Uh, as as it is, nothing is accomplished, nothing of significant value is accomplished, I believe, without having troubles on the way. And for me, the year started with uh, losing my job. Uh, because for certain reasons, uh, I got laid off as the company uh, didn't have the budget. And 
this has actually happened uh, the third time to me that I was uh, I lost my job due to reasons outside of my control uh, one of them there were reasons that were in my control but it, it was a good experience nonetheless uh, when it happened this time I wanted to I wanted to take the moment and embrace all the emotions that came with that moment and I feel for anyone who ever goes through a layoff uh, because it's very painful it's very demeaning at times depending on how it is done and it can feel like uh, you know a rug is pulled from under your feet if you never know it's coming and I wanted to take this time and moment and understand why it has happened three times to me and what is it that has been in my control that I needed to change and how I can be better going forward and that journey started with me reading this book by Brianna Weiss called The Mountain Is You which at the moment and I still think whenever I reread it uh, the pass through its pages that it was written specifically for me that's how good that book is highly recommended uh, for you to start reading this year as well this next year and that book really delves into the, the topic of self-sabotage it delves into the topic of uh, inner child work shadow work and one specific exercise that I really remember from that book that uh, that helped me embrace parts of myself that had always been there but I had shunned them away and one of that exercise was choosing an older version of myself either three, five, seven years ago enough that I remember how they look like and what they're going through and then choosing to meditate and, and go and sit with them and be kind to them and I specifically chose a version from 2018 because that was uh, one of the lowest moments in my life where I was in a very, I would say, severe depression. I thought there was no coming out of that moment. Uh, I had, at moments, I had given up on myself. It was a very dark place. Uh, I was strange. <laughs> I have a little smile on my face even thinking about that time, which is weird, but looking back having this opportunity of sitting with that Musa from 2018 hugging them whilst they were crying and telling them that I love them I'm proud of them for staying strong for going through going through things which at that time seemed unsurmountable but not giving in to darker thoughts, holding close uh, and always praying, sticking uh, sticking side by side with my prayer. Uh, and I still believe one of the key pillars that helped me stay afloat was my connection with God and the prayers and some very key people who I met Surprisingly, I met them for just that season and since then we haven't connected. But those are also people I believe that 
are sent to you by God in moments that they help you overcome tasks or show you a new path. And doing that exercise, basically, I let go of a lot of, I felt I let go of so much weight from my shoulders, so much emotional, I had a emotional release. And that came because I finally lifted the veil that I had, or many veils that I had put up within myself. And that showed me that those moments are nothing to be afraid of. Those moments are not to run away from. Uh, they, the, by going through those moments, I am who I am today. Uh, that exercise also included a part where I had to invite my future self and I couldn't control what my future self looked like, uh, what they were doing in life and have a conversation with them. And it was a very powerful experience because I initially I didn't think it would work. But having the right intention and then meeting my future self, asking them for a gift from the future, which I received, uh, and just hearing words of affirmation and words of kindness gave me the confidence that, you know, I, I am on the right track and I can do things that I put my mind to. I would say that moment, like this exercise specifically, was a linchpin moment for me, where everything clicked for me. For me, I've mentioned it to a few friends, but before the beginning of this year, I was also someone who had a very bad relationship with my body and my self-image. I wouldn't say that I hated myself, no. <laughs> there were aspects of myself that I disliked. But I was not in any way comfortable with how my body looked. I always wanted to be doing uh, extreme sports, doing weightlifting, going to the gym. But I never went to it. Like I never put my, I never consistently in a disciplined manner did it. And so I made a list of the things that I've always wanted to do, but I was too afraid to do for one reason or another. One of them was going to the gym consistently and going to a specific gym, which is called F45. Uh, I had gone there a few years back, but then I stopped going and that version of me from a year ago would, before making any decision, base that decision on the opinions of a lot of other people. And throughout this year, I realized how important it is to just make the decision for myself. Because I believe even though there are people in our lives who give opinions and feedback and advice with a very warm and loving heart, but because they're not living our lived experience, they can't really understand what's going on within us and only we know from our gut feeling what we should do and what we want to do and what we desire. So I chose to start this gym and I wanted to kill two birds with one stone so as to say I another problem that I had this from my previous life I would say I had a really hard time waking up early in the morning and that had gotten me into quite a lot of trouble. Uh, and just not being able to to have control over my day. 
and I decided, okay, I'm going to start this gym and I'm going to start going the earliest class they have, which is 6.30 a.m. And I'm super proud to say that for around six to seven months, I went there every day at 6.30 a.m. Some days I was late. There were a couple of days that I missed. Uh, but for the 99% of the time, I was always there at the 6.30 a.m. class. And it is not easy uh, to to empower yourself and accept a new habit and such a significant change in your day-to-day -day life. And there were days where it was minus 16 degrees outside and I would wake up and my brain would try every single excuse in the book of why you should not wake up. But I knew that I had made a commitment with myself that I would wake up and I wanted to set an example to myself that I do follow through on my commitments. And just by doing that, not only I've gotten stronger uh, by going to the gym, I found an amazing group of people who have been very accepting, very motivating for me, very supportive uh, during this journey, this fitness journey for me. But I believe the biggest two lessons I learned, uh, one is that it is possible to change. It is possible to be better, to be healthier, and to stay consistent and disciplined. And the other thing is patience unlocks the keys to many doors. This is a saying in Islam as well. Uh, and I was a very impatient person. At times I still am. But by going through this fitness journey and seeing how over time I got better in my endurance, in cardio, in weightlifting, how my body started to change into what I want it to be. And it did not happen overnight. It took time. And this translated into many other things because at that time I was also going through this rigorous process of looking for a job. Uh, you know, many interviews, you prepare for them and then you don't get the job. And sometimes they don't even tell you that you didn't get the job or just over an email. And you pour hours of hours of hours of your life into into these interviews, into these processes. And then one day, one of them clicks. Uh, one of them that you never thought you would have, uh, that now in hindsight looks like was the answer to all of your prayers, my prayers. And that came with patience. Uh, that came with not giving up. That also came with accepting that there are days where I need rest. There are days where I can do my 100%. But there are also days where I can only do 20% or 40%. But on that specific day, that is 100% that I'm giving in. This was also the year where uh, I met amazing individuals just through the power of this podcast. And I really understood once again what my mother has been telling me since... So we've been growing up and I'm grateful for her for this that humanity comes before any religion, any caste any you know, financial status I've met people from almost all over the world through the podcast, I've connected with them I've had them on the podcast 
and I, I think two of the main things that that for me are a common theme across everyone that I've talked and now I have around I've talked to around 25 people give or give or take plus minus one is resilience uh, not giving up uh, in the face of in the face of tragedies or in the face of hard times and doing things even when you're fearful of them especially when you're fearful of them so do it in spite of the fear uh, and that just gives you so much that just brings back so much energy so much self-confidence so much belief in yourself even if the if that thing doesn't pan out to be what you want it to be and for me an example of that is this podcast uh, I had no goals for this podcast I still do not my one of all I have one goal which is to talk to 100 individuals but other than that I have no goal of any monetary goal any analytical goal I just love sharing stories I love meeting people and the insights that I am gaining from that is in itself worth its weight in gold I would say another thing that through this podcast primarily that enabled me to dream more by just by doing it just by putting myself out there it enabled me to think more broadly of you know what I can do what can be my different hobbies and that led me one of my dream has always been to play music to produce music uh, to be a DJ and I've, I have the DJ controller which was gifted by a very close friend of mine right behind me and I've started doing it and I'm you know, I don't know if you, if anyone listening has a certain hobby that when they do, they feel like it's connected to their soul. That's how I feel. I have a big smile on my face right now. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm playing music, when I'm mixing music and again, it's, it, I just love it that I'm doing it for myself. Uh, I've always found it very difficult to do things for myself. And I just love it that I've started doing things for myself. Uh, I think this year, through doing all of these things, through the podcast, through now playing music, through going to the gym, and actually taking care of myself. And again, this inner child exercise and learning about myself, sabotaging behaviors or coping mechanisms that I had in the past, where I was always fearful if something is going very well, then you know what is going to go wrong uh, throughout this year I have focused on building myself up from the ashes like a phoenix <laughs> uh, the work is still ongoing and it it's difficult man it's very difficult it's very painful at times there's a lot of crying involved there's a lot of moments of solitude. Uh, and I'm very happy that through the year, I also learned to befriend myself, to enjoy my own company. Because before, even for a moment, I couldn't stay alone. I always needed to have someone or be around someone and do things that they were doing to be involved in. 
This was also an aspect of people pleasing, which I realized also meant that I didn't have any boundaries. Uh, there now, looking back, there's been many times in my life where I've let people belittle me, take me for granted, and I don't think it was their fault. I I believe it was my responsibility to stand up for myself and create boundaries and be very firm on on those boundaries. And this by doing so now, I'm grateful for my previous manager who actually pointed this out that I don't say like saying no, and I go along with anything that anyone, you know. As an example, previously if I would be going out with friends and if they were all going to a, let's say a place. X place and I wanted to go to a Y place I would never say that you know I want to do that uh, and that was a, a key moment of transformation for me because I started to create I started to create certain distance from even my closest friends because I needed to discover what was actually going on inside me and I gave myself I think a month or two months of uh, very less contact with people, just working on myself in a way of hibernation. And realizing that to have strong boundaries with others, you need to have strong boundaries with yourself. Either those be boundaries that you have commitments to yourself. If I have a commitment to myself that I will wake up and go to gym at 6.30 a.m., then that is a boundary also that I need to enforce. That means that I need to sleep earlier. I need to not be out partying. And I need to prioritize that. Uh, understanding what are our, what are my core values. And I now think it's very easy to... It's very easy to be consumed by all the content overload I think that we have either that be in the forms of books in the forms of reels tiktok blog posts youtube videos everyone you know telling you what you should be doing and how you should be doing but no one tells you that it is you yourself that first needs to really connect with your inner self and understand why do you want to do those things? Where is this where is this need coming from or the desire coming from? And I believe once, at least for me, once I understood that, okay, I want myself to have a certain kind of body. I want to play music. I want to have a podcast. I like to work in a corporate environment. Uh, I also like to work at some point I also want to be an entrepreneur uh, I do want to in the future you know have a family of my own and the kind of characteristics understanding what I would want from a partner and then sitting down and understanding okay what would a person who has a, you know like a shredded body what would what would their daily actions look like what would be if I want a partner who is uh, who has good relations with their friends and family, who prioritizes their hobbies, who prioritizes, who's very thoughtful, who's a support, who's a sporty person, who likes doing outdoor activities, who's a fit person. 
then I need to I need to become that person. I need to be, start doing and incorporating small habits that that will lead me one day to that person, to that job opportunity, to that business dream that I have, to that body, because I'm doing those things one by one every day in my life and incorporating that within me, thus making myself, you know, a part, making that a part of myself, uh, part of my identity. And I believe I, I believe and I, I see it in myself as well that it is it, it takes time especially when you have for me at least I had coping mechanisms that were based out of fear uh, that were based out of uh, that took me through times of huge distress and turmoil in my life and at that time my 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 mamusa's version of that time found those mechanisms comforting and they took me through that time but then changing them and you know radically transforming them i realized takes a lot of courage it takes facing yourself looking yourself in the mirror and being extremely honest with yourself because i know that and I believe that we all know from our instinct, from our gut feeling, what things might not be working in our life, what things we really desire to change, and what fears we have uh, that we that are stopping us from doing that, and how how can we actually overcome those fears? Uh, by just going head, I, I think just going head first into them, and then realizing that. 99.9% of the time those fears are inflated in our brain and they're not th that big of a deal uh, yeah that, I really want this conversation and this episode for you to think that as if I'm sitting next to you and that it is a conversation and it is uh it might seem that it, it it is going upwards and downwards and side to side, but I I really just didn't want I didn't want a very crafted and very edited version for this conversation. I just wanted it to be true to myself and be imperfect and build some resilience <laughs> whilst doing it. <laughs> of being imperfect yeah i have I've, i i wrote something for myself a few days ago which i wanted to read to you guys and i wrote uh, i want to learn to slow down to give myself the space and time to grow with grace patience gratitude and confidence I want to become understanding, accepting of myself and living in the moment with each moment as if each moment passed would never come back the same. This is actually something very beautiful that I read somewhere or I saw somewhere that each moment that is passed never comes back the same. Each time we meet our, meet our loved ones or we see a stranger or 
our daily commute, every time it, there's something different. And that just for me drove home this fact of how precious each moment is and how precious life is. That it's basically each moment is like a grain of sand slipping from our hands constantly. And there's some tragic beauty in that. At least for me, it, it, it empowers me to be more conscious of and be more present and more conscious of uh, the time being spent with who I'm spending that time and being very focused on the why of the things and why I'm doing certain things. Continuing on the letter, uh, uh, I wrote this while I was very anxious. This anxiety, this hurriedness, impatience of sorts, I believe is guiding me towards something, some decision a part of me wants to make, a part of me that is waiting to be discovered, to be accepted, to be loved, is preparing me for the next step in my journey. And I ended it with saying, take it one step at a time. Trust that each step that you take is changing your patterns. It takes time to overcome past coping behaviors which have been formed over years of responses to to turmoil, uh, to accidents, and to events that have uh, that change you, change your life, and that shake you to your core at times. There's also some questions that came up. Maybe they will be helpful for you as well. But the questions that I'm trying to answer for myself is, what is it that you truly want from life? What do you actually value? What stops you from trusting yourself and being yourself wholeheartedly? Why not instead of waiting for others? This this is... You know, sometimes you write something for yourself and then months down the line, you know, that page comes in front of you again and you're thankful and grateful for that version of you for writing this. And for me, for me, the, the, ah, for me, the main thing, the whole theme of this year has been to be kinder to myself because at times some of the things that I I was saying to myself I can't even discuss this can't even share it because they were so vile the way I would put myself down uh, the day I would judge myself I didn't need anyone to put myself down to put me down I didn't need anyone to judge me because I was doing that for myself constantly not creating the space of acceptance for myself. Yeah, sorry. And I wrote, why not instead of waiting for others to take a chance on you, you take a chance on yourself, Habibi. And this has been a year of taking a chance on myself. Uh, this has also been a year that I really just went headfirst into everything. I fell into incredible love. I fell out of that incredible love. And through that experience, I learned 
that the first thing I need to do is to love myself, to feel full, to have my own glass full, so that when it's so that it's when it's uh, overflowing with the kindness and love and with compassion, with courage, that it can be shared with others from that standpoint, not waiting for someone else to come and fill my cup of glass. Uh, my glass, <laughs> cup of glass, wow. To fill my glass, half full glass. I did. I took some, I had some very tough conversations with people that are very close to me. I drew some very strong boundaries that have incredibly improved my relationships and most importantly, my relationship with myself. For the longest time, I used to think that do it, doing things for myself, celebrating myself, is very selfish, is very narcissistic. And then realizing that that is not true and those are just things that I've picked up and things that that have made me fearful of being myself, of wholeheartedly putting myself to the world and sharing my story with the world. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, I just want to share. I just want to share one last thing with you guys. Because all my life, I've been stuck in comparison. And there are still times that it comes back. There are still times where it's. I have those lows. And of course, those lows are a part of life. There are times still now where I fall back to my old coping mechanisms, to my self-sabotaging behaviors, where I don't trust myself, where self-belief is and self-esteem becomes low, where I think maybe I'm not deserving of someone or I'm not that good-looking or, you know, all of these fears and fears and fears and fears. But I'm just, you know, I'm just fucking tired of it. I'm just tired of that, that bullshit lies that I've been telling myself. I'm tired of being afraid of being myself. I'm tired of being afraid of being vulnerable. I'm tired of being afraid of being judged of the opinions of others. Because I believe as long as I'm not hurting anyone, either mentally or physically, I should do whatever the fuck I want. And I should be whoever the fuck I want to be through trying new things, through being brave, through sharing and talking about my mental health and my fears and my vulnerabilities and what I want from life and overcoming my self-sabotaging behaviors, either those were with my health, with my finances, with my emotions, and just being, just being kind, man, just being kind to myself, just being patient with myself, I think. And just being utterly, utterly grateful to the Almighty God for giving me this life, for having the people that I have in this life who have supported me, without whom I would not be sitting here at all. I have a, I have a very strong uh, opinion about this quote that uh, there is something like, a self-made man or woman. I don't think anyone is self-made, at least for myself. I'm not self-made. 
I was brought into this world by my mother and my dad. They gave me the strong foundation that was required to move forward, to see the world. I have a very supportive sister who has enabled so many things for me in my life. I have very, very, very supportive friends, very kind friends. I've met some incredibly supportive strangers. And it's as if every time I've been on a ledge thinking I'm going to fall, I've had a tap on my shoulder and the hand has pulled me up to make me move forward. And of course, they, all these people come into your life because God wants you to move forward. At least that's my belief. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I want to end this with uh, something I really loved from another creator. His name is Ashish Bagrecha. I will tag you Ashish twice. And he said that you know, now we just passed Christmas, New Year's is coming up, a lot of people are on vacation, a lot of people will be celebrating. And that is, uh, I'm adding some of my own thoughts on it as well. Uh, and we will see those pictures, we will see those stories, we will see those updates. And maybe there will come a time where you'll compare your lives with theirs without knowing the full extent of what you know, what they're, what's going through those lives. And you would want to become that person. You would want to have those things that those people have. But I love that uh, he said, wherever you are in life, whoever you are, you're perfect. You're right where you need to be. Everyone has their own story. So be kind to yourself. Uh, don't lose yourself in the midst of all of these updates, all of this holiday videos, all of this, uh, all of this, all of these videos or pictures or updates that you would see. Just be thankful to yourself that you've went through so many things throughout this year and you're still here. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much. I really, from the bottom of my heart, I'm very grateful to all of you who's empowered me <laughs> by listening to me. Thank you for, thank you for your support. I hope you have a very, very happy New Year's and that all of your dreams come true in this new year and that all the challenges that you face or are going through lead to, to where you need to be. And just be blessed. Uh, yeah, love you. Bye.